Communications disruption can mean only one thing. This is Jam Transmissions, a Star Wars podcast. Welcome everyone to episode 112 of Jam Transmissions, a Star Wars podcast. I'm Peter Viox, and please allow me to introduce my co-host, Mr. Rick Villanueva. Well, well, well. <laughs> it's so I'm so happy. 2022 is going to be a good year. We got six months left in 2021. Wait, what day is it today, Pete? It's been a while. <laughs> it's been a while. In fact, it's almost been a year, hasn't it? Since episode 111. Yeah. <laughs> it's been, it's been, uh, well, since the last time you and I recorded, it's been 11 months almost to the day because that, that last episode we did came out on June 3rd. Um, Somebody's been counting. Year. You've been yeah, counting the days, and, haven't you? <laughs> and uh, oh, yeah. Um, but like every other time we've done this, happy Star Wars Day to you, man. Happy, happy Star Wars Day, my dude. May the 4th, once again, is upon us. May the 4th is always a special Star Wars Day. I'm telling you what, man, just through the years. I mean, I remember actually, uh, having a return of the podcast episode on May the 4th a couple years ago, actually. You know, yeah. it's funny how this yeah. show is, you know, come and gone and and just continued and survived. And it's all about the people that have uh, made this show what it was, you know, and it's always been about the people, the listening, the interactions, the jammed transmissions, man. But it's yeah. so good. It's been so long, and I'm sure that people are pretty happy or maybe not to hear our voices i don't i don't know i mean the last time we <laughs> talked i think we talked about the bad batch was still coming on and it was the episode where wrecker fights the baby the rancor. rancor yeah i don't even remember what that the rancor had a name i think they gave it a name or something i don't remember uh, um man it seems like it was a different time back then pete man <laughs> Star Wars has Star Wars changed since then, man? Uh just a, just a, there's been some things, man. There's been some yeah. things. Well, for people that have been waiting 11 months to the day to find out what the news in Star Wars has been, I mean, what have I missed? What have I missed, man? What's been going on? What's uh, the do, coolest do thing a, in Star Wars right now? Do you have about 6 hours we can go through all of it. I, I have notes. <laughs> <laughs> uh so what have you been doing these these last 11 months, man? I'm sure some people are curious where we've been. Uh well, I mean, let's just um let's get right into it. So I mean, the last show that came out was the episode that I recorded with Alex Damon and that was um I think that was in July last year. And uh since then you know, you and I both 
had some kind of big life changes happen. So just in, in a nutshell for, for us, it was about that time last year that we made the decision that we were going to move um, away from Chicago. And we now live in Michigan. We're um, suburban Detroit. We're about a half an hour uh, outside of Detroit, between Detroit and Ann Arbor. Um, so like that was a whole big thing and, you know, just relocating and trying to reestablish work, which for me was fairly easy because it was just a work transfer um, from one local to the other uh, hashtag union strong and um, you know, getting Isaac reacclimated and getting him in school. He's, he's doing school here at home remotely. He's been doing fantastic. He just started Taekwondo again. So, you know, he's kicking ass at a sixth grade level, um, <laughs> uh, which is good. He's actually in class right now as we speak. Um, like that's been the big thing for us um, is just kind of adjusting to Michigan life. Um, for people who, because I've had questions, you know, people ask about the show, you know, I've been, uh, as open as I could be, um, as far as what's been happening with this specifically, but, you know, people see me on, on, on the Twitter, you know, posting my dumb memes and, and, um, you know, I've guessed it on a couple of different pods. So, you know, shout out to, uh, the galactic pod and, um, into the garbage shoot and tumbling saber, um, you know, jumping on with those guys. I'm probably forgetting a show or two between then and now, but, um, you know, just kind of keeping my nose clean and, um, buying the books still hashtag hardcover army is still growing. I just showed Pete a minute ago, like off mic picked up the Revan and, uh, you know, hardcover copy of star Wars from 76 and, um, collecting has been slow, kind of like, Falling out of Black Series a little bit. I'm seeing some cool stuff. Last figure I bought was um, the uh, Gendi Clone Wars Grievous in the other uh, 50th anniversary packaging. So, but that's been about it. I mean, things have been like quiet but busy. Um, like fandom's been fandom. Like I've, people know, like I've been around, been in conversations and on shows and stuff. And um, things have like waned just a little bit. Um, only because our, you know, my focus has been on some other bigger life things, but um, yeah, I mean, I've been itching to get back into space and get on the mic again. So this is um, this is a, a happy Star Wars day, indeed. Indeed, my friend. Yeah, I'm, you guys can't see, but Rick can see. I can't stop cheesing over here, looking at this man's beautiful face. It's been it's been far too long, <laughs> my friend, and I'm I'm really happy to be hanging out with you again. Yes, and it, you it, talked for sure about you know, big life changes and things. And are you enjoying being a Michigander now? Man, it's weird because like, like football's a thing here. <laughs> and like, <laughs> yeah, you know, being in Chicago, you know, with, with the bears and stuff like that. Like, I mean, I grew up in a bears house. My mom's still a, 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 like a mega bears fan. Um, But after a certain age, like I just kind of fell out of favor with it. Like it's, it's not really my thing anymore, but here, um, especially like last fall when we moved in this way, like every Saturday was like, you're either wearing green and white or blue and yellow. And if you're not wearing either one of those, you're getting, you're getting some looks from people. So we would go out places, you know, masked up and stuff. And, um, people would look at like, like, what are you tourist? What are you doing here? <laughs> um, What's a Star Wars shirt doing in this? Right. Wow. <laughs> that's not that's not a Nuna Ball shirt. Um, 
But yeah, I don't know. It, I mean, it's the same. You know, the life is a little bit slower here. I mean, it's not as hectic as Chicago was. I do miss it. I do miss the hell out of Chicago. You know, the the food and you know all all my drag off friends that are still in Chicago. <laughs> um, I I do miss and. Uh, but you know, we we made the decision together to to put down some roots here. Um, we've got some some relatively newly discovered family here through my wife. Um, and, uh, that's a story that, you know, I'm sure I've told in the past and, you know, just getting to know some new people and, um, you know, get Isaac used to being part of this bigger family. I mean, he's got three grandmothers and a great grandmother and a great grandfather. And, you know, it's, uh, it, it's been a crazy roller coaster the last year and a half or so, but, you know, I, I wouldn't have it any other way. That's awesome, man. I'm, I'm glad that you're finally settling in, man. That's, that's wonderful. Yeah. What about you, man? Oh, dude, I'm still in the heart of the bluegrass, my dude, Lexington, Kentucky, and I will stay here until the day I die. I yeah, tell the, you what, the, the, the lack of sleeves on your shirt tells me you haven't left anywhere. <laughs> this sleeve. Hey, it's been a it's been a hot day, man. It's like it's like 80 degrees out here today. I've been out working in the yard all day. And you know what? It is a Tuesday. What in the world? I'm not at work. What's going on here? I'm actually in between careers right now. So I've just been kind of taking care of business at the house. Uh, you know, the joys of home ownership. I'll tell you what. I mean, it's it's been ups and downs, but at the end of the day, it's kind of worth it. Um, but I guess if we want to kind of go back uh, to summer of last year, man, that's kind of where I guess I'll start. You know, I had actually reached out to you, Rick. Um, and for people who don't know, I was actually going through some pretty tough, uh, mental health issues at the time. And, and I just felt really busy. I was working, um, tons and tons of overtime, uh, you know, through, throughout the years that, uh, we were recording jam transmissions. And I was, I was unfortunately for lack of a better term, getting kind of burned out on the whole process. It's, it wasn't that I, you know, didn't enjoy star Wars and didn't enjoy podcasting. It was just, I wasn't sleeping. And, uh, <laughs> so I, I was just like, Hey man, I just kind of want to, you know, take a break for a little bit. Are you cool with that? And, you know, my brother here, he, he, ladies and gentlemen, he, he helped me out and, and that was kind of the beginning of it. And, um, once you got to moving and stuff, I started going through some pretty wild changes over here too. And just to kind of make a really long story as, as short as possible, honestly, uh, just got to let you guys know. Um, I actually, uh, had a bit of an issue with, uh, my alcoholism. It had gotten pretty bad and, and, um, you know, I, I just want y'all to know that I wasn't, you know, away cause I didn't like you or anything. I was actually kind of going through pretty much one of the most difficult times of my life actually. Um, and I ended up having to go to rehab, uh, for alcohol abuse. And I'm sure longtime listeners know there was a lot of cracked beers during the podcast and stuff. So not that there's anything wrong with it, but you know, I just, I really had to face myself and, um, you know, after 30 days in rehab, I'm coming up on, you know, three months sober and I'm doing really good for myself. Good for you, man. Good for you. Yeah. Thanks brother. I appreciate that, man. Yeah. It's a long time coming. And I tell you what, uh, I, while I was in rehab, I was really just completely uh, trying to reevaluate my life altogether because what was going on was I was using alcohol uh, to basically mask reality, if that makes any sense at all. Basically, mm -hmm. 
it was an escape. I had all these complicated emotions and things and responsibilities that I wasn't willing to face sober, you know, without, you know, a chemical in my, in my bloodstream. Mm -hmm. And, um, so I had to learn how to live life without that, (laughs) without that self-medication now. And so it it was really complicated, man. And I was really angry and I was really scared. And, uh, you know, it was, it was really weird coming out of rehab. I'll tell you that. But, um, what ended up happening is I had made the decision the day that I went back to work after rehab is I put in my two weeks notice. Uh, and (laughs) for you guys that know, I was working for 11 years, uh, in auto manufacturing. So that, you know, if you guys were wondering, why is he so miserable? That's why I, <laughs> I was living a, I, I was not living a very happy professional life. And I, it was just, you know, I, I just had no meaning in my life, you know, no offense to the people that work in factories and stuff. I just was personally very unhappy. And, um, so I kind of just took a jump and, um, you know, t- tomorrow actually I'm getting ready to start, um, a phlebotomy course. I've just decided to do a completely different thing. I've walked away from, you know, a pretty decent salary, uh, to try to find some sort of happiness in a professional sense, which is something that I haven't experienced for a very long time. So yeah, I'm, I'm doing really good, man. I mean, you can see I'm smiling. I'm happy as can be. I, I just, I really can't complain. I'm, Doing great. Much better than I was a year ago, ladies and gentlemen. I'll tell you that. So how about that? You know, I mean, I, I can say, you know, to, to people listening, you know, obviously Pete and I have talked a handful of times over the last couple of months. And boy, if there isn't a market change in your demeanor, and I'm happy for you. Like you don't know the first like big conversation we had, Pete, um, a couple of weeks ago, there was a big like there was a weight off of my own shoulders knowing that you were good because, you know, like Eden had texted me at one point and said like, Hey, this is kind of what's going on with Pete. Don't worry. He's cool. Just, you know, give him a little bit of time. And I said, okay. But like, it's one of those things where the not knowing makes you worried. Mm -hmm. And even though I had kind of like that assurance from, from Eden, um, it still like, well, what's going on? Like how, how is he, what, what's he doing? And, you know, can, you know, and, Obviously, you know that she needed to be vague for for whatever reasons, and I respect that. Um, but what? But when I did get to talk to you a couple of weeks ago, and you let me know everything that was going on, and where you are now, um, you know, sometimes those transitions need to happen in our lives. And I'm not just talking specifically you, you know, going through something really hard and coming up better at the, uh, on the other side of it. But I mean, like, there's there's value in reevaluating your station in life. Are you happy with what you're doing? Do the things around you make you happy? Um, Do the things around you still make you happy? You know what I mean? Like we, we, we came to this thing as podcasters because we had this shared passion for, for star Wars. And it's one of those things where you get so involved with, and I think a lot of people that have shows um, or our, our content creators can understand this, that like, yeah, you you get burned out. You know, you you don't want to hear about, the same news all the time, or you don't want to, you know, hear the same discourse and it can, it can bring you down a little bit. Um, but I know like for us, well, we'll, even though we became kind of a news show and then we kind of fell into that trap with a lot of other shows, like when Pete asked me to come on the show, it was 
always about like, listen, we talk about Star Wars anyway, let's just record it. Um, you know, that was kind of the thinking and, you know, and again, for myself at that point was like a reevaluation of like, well, how do I value, like, how do I view my fandom? And for both of us in the last year, having to reevaluate our positions and where we are. And obviously my circumstance was a lot different. You know, I know that we are both in better places because I'm so, because of smart decision-making, you know, it was, um, you know, you, unfortunately, I mean, it was like, like a hitting rock bottom kind of a thing. And for me, it was, I'm ready for a change and, you know, it means something good for my family. Um, and ultimately that's what we are both. We have that goal. We want to do right by the people around us, um, and still remain true to who we are. And I think right now, Pete, I think you have finally found the truest sense of yourself and I'm super happy for you. I really appreciate that, brother. And I'm happy for both of us, honestly, that you and I are in better places, like you say, man. And and that's kind of, you know, it's really hard to do that sometimes. I mean, you upended everything, you changed jobs and moved your whole family to another state. You know, I understand. I understand completely, dude. Like, that's wild. But, you know, sometimes you have to do these things and have to really evaluate what's going on. And it's it's interesting, you know, you were talking about how a lot of the shows, um, other podcasts, we all kind of fell into that trap of what's the news this week, you know, and and it just kind of started to get a little repetitive for me personally after a while, mm-hmm. too. And so. It's not that the love was lost. It's just, what do we do next? Where do we go now? And, and that takes time. And, you know, you can't rush a good thing for sure. Um, and to mention, we brought up Eden a couple of times here. And, uh, you know, she couldn't be with us today. She's actually very, very busy. Uh, she she uh, runs two optometry offices these days. She is rocking and rolling, man. And so one she's for the left eye, one for the right eye. Yeah, one for each eye. <laughs> yeah, she's doing really good, man. Uh, but yeah, and and honestly, God bless Eden. You know, she is um, she is s- such an amazing person. My wife, if you guys don't know Eden, um, she really helped me out big time throughout this really difficult situation. And and it was really hard, man. You know, I had to be away from everybody. I, you know, imagine being away from your wife for 30 days. You know what I mean? Your, your best friend in the whole world. I wasn't allowed to make uh, phone calls or anything, but she stayed strong through that whole thing while I was getting the help that I needed, man. And so, you know, I guys just <laughs> send Eden a message and just let her know that she's awesome because she's truly truly the best. And, uh, she probably tell you, I know, (laughs) (laughs) you know, Eden, but yeah, man, uh, as far as star Wars though, um, you know, what's crazy is I've been keeping up with the shows, but my fandom has changed completely. Um, I, you know, obviously being unemployed at the moment, I'm not collecting, (laughs) Mm -hmm. uh, but you know, I still have a gigantic collection of uh, memorabilia, figures, and books, all that stuff. Um, it's just not been growing. And, you know, you've got, you know, all kinds of stuff coming out. But I have purposely shied away from, like, um, any teasers or anything. Like, I haven't, I don't know anything about Kenobi at all. All I know is what we knew a year ago. That's all I know. Well, and so like, I'm pretty excited. Spoiler about alert. It. 
spoiler alert, he 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 dies in one of the movies. <laughs> I don't well, know if you know or not. <laughs> yes. I I don't want to I don't I'm not going to say which movie, but just in one of them. <laughs> the the one from my childhood. Yes. I I think I remember <laughs> I think I remember seeing that one once or twice. No, that's so funny, man. Um but yeah, it's it's changed completely. I still love Star Wars and I, you know, like right now today I'm wearing an Empire Strikes Back shirt, you know, and um it's just it will always be in my blood forever. Um I love Star Wars. It's just I I've not been reading. I I don't go to the comic shop anymore. I don't I haven't read the comics. I've not read any of the High Republic books uh since the first two waves. Uh, you're shaking your head at me. I'm, am I missing some good stuff? You, Pete, listen, you and I, you, you know, I mean, you haven't been on it for a very long time, but you know how, well, how what, what Twitter can be like. And um, the whole last year has really been no exception. But High Republic Twitter is one of the most fantastic fan spaces to be in. Really? Why is that? These, well, the reception of these books has been um, largely positive and some of these characters who most of them only exist on the page. And we have maybe like those concept images, like they were putting out really early on, like the Stan accounts for some of these characters is some of the, it's some of the best stuff that exists, like in the social media space. Like I know, like I'm a part of it as like, you know, I mean, I think it was something that we talked about early on, like geode is my co-pilot kind of stuff. But these books, and, and I'm not going to get into too much, but I said the entire first phase of the High Republic is done. You know, it was the, the three adult books and then like all the, the young reader and middle grade books that came out, uh, the young adult and the middle grade reader uh, books. So all of phase one is done. I mean, this is me catching you up. And for anybody who maybe isn't keeping up, I'll, um, I'll stay away from any spoilers. But for anybody who's paid any attention online, like there has been some truly exhilarating moments in these books and there has been some momentous heartache in some of these books mm. um and uh if you find yourself wanting to catch up with with some of these books um do so the uh the rising storm and the fallen star um, by kevin scott and claudia gray respectively are top tier books like we we gushed about light of the jedi and the amount of pressure that charles soul had to uh, have on his shoulders to to lay the foundation for this thing and obviously he didn't do it alone there were five authors in that room coming up with these these ideas and concepts but it's it's carried from that you know there's been some stories that i'm kind of like okay this one's cool this one's not my favorite you know i mean that's going to happen there's been i think something like 11 or 12 books that have come out in the last year just high republic uh not to mention the comics and it ended in a way with, I want to say the last published book chronologically was uh, Midnight Horizon by Daniel Jose Older, um, who I did a review with on uh, Into the Garbage Shoot with, uh, with Silver, um, Star Wars Thrift uh, on, uh, on Twitter. Sweet. And we both loved that book. And there is a scene towards the end, again, no spoilers, that was like, reading it because we she and i both had review copies uh, we were reading it early we both had the same reaction when we finally got a chance to talk about it where it was like oh my god this is happening and it was like one of those like it was like a run-in moment on wrestling kind of thing mm-hmm. it was like 
oh, like it's happening. Like it, but you're reading a book, and it the way Daniel Jose Older Older wrote those scenes, it was it was exciting. It was super exciting. Um, but phase two, which is going to be starting up later on this year, uh, since I'm assuming you don't know this, uh, phase two actually goes back another 150 years prior to phase one. Oh, so, cool. So where phase one started about 200 years before the Phantom Menace, this goes back about 350 years prior to the Phantom Menace, uh, to put it in context. So, um, the prequel to the prequel to the prequel of the prequel. Right. Uh, got in a I got that right. It's, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a very Russian doll accurate. kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the, the first book cover was released a few weeks ago. It's called uh, path of deceit um, by uh, Tessa Grattan. And I think Justina Ireland, um, if you remember our main villain, Marcian Rowe mm-hmm. or Marcian Rowe, that debate still lingers. Um, <laughs> we have a, uh, we have an ancestor of his, uh, her name is Marta Rowe. Um, there's, there's a lot of cool stuff there. It's, it's been one of my favorite things. I've had plenty of conversations with people, um, just kind of gushing about these books after reading midnight horizon myself and, uh, and Alex Damon, uh, from star Wars explained, we had a big DM conversation about midnight horizon. Cause we were both geeking out about it. Again, he, he read it early. Obviously I read it early and, um, it was one of those things where I just asked him, I'm like, have you finished it yet? And he was like, Oh my God. Yeah. Like three days ago. He, I guess he read it all like in a sitting and, questions i had questions he had we we're just throwing off each other and it was like now what do they do how do you end at that point and then you gotta now we have to wait a whole nother year and a half almost two years for phase three to end the things that ended in phase one because we're going back in time it's like guys what are you what are you doing to us you're like i don't know if my heart can take it so um if I, again if, if you find yourself getting back into like you know maybe i'll pick up a book or two Get back into it and and don't if you do, don't skip on the the young adult novels, especially like the middle grade readers, like they're good, don't get me wrong. Um, they may not be the most consequential to the largest story. There's some very cool stuff in there, but the young adult stuff, um, like Out of the Shadows, Midnight Horizon, um, those books have been have been very good as well. So tell me, uh, without spoilers. Uh, how did buckets of blood, uh, you know, how did, how did that come out? Like, cause it sounded kind of crazy, but we were excited about it. Was it, yeah. you know, was it cool or was it bloody? Torben Buck, buckets of blood, as we all know him. Um, his story is primarily in the high Republic adventures comics, like the, like the, the young reader comics. And there's some overlap obviously with some of the stuff in the books, he's also got a little bit in um, trail of shadows, which was a comic miniseries that uh, Daniel Jose older put out as well. And there's, there's, he's cool, man. Like, I don't, I don't know how else to say it. Like his demeanor with the younglings. Cause that's a lot of what the higher public adventures is with. Um, it's like uh, Lula Talasola and uh, I'm, ga- I'm guys, I'm going to forget names. It's been a while since I've gone to, but it's at Lula and, um, and Zine, uh, Zine Marala. Their friendship, the relationship that they develop is one of the most pure friendships to, to blossom out of this thing and to see them both kind of wrestle with the way that they think about each other um, as they're 
for lack of a better term, coming of age. You know what I mean? Because about a year of time is spanned in the books. Um, and where those characters end at the end of phase one, um, it's very endearing. But Torben Buck is around them um, and a lot of some of the younger characters. And again, no spoilers, but where he ends up um, in Trail of Shadows at the end of the uh, High Republic Adventures comic, the High Republic comic, the Marvel series, and where he pops up in um, The Fallen Star, Claudia Gray's book. I, I mean, I have to leave you hanging on it because it does, it ends very open uh, to an mm. extent, but he's just cool, man. Like, I, I don't, I don't know how else to say it. Like he's, he is the kind of person that you want to have younglings around. Um, like he's fun uh, in some ways. Like they, they did an episode of Hyrule Public Adventures called the, um, like the Great Galactic Bake Off. And <laughs> um, it's very, it's very strange there's a scene in that book, in that comic, where a few of the characters, um, like, are they're racing down this hallway, and in that scene, you see that same scene. I want to say in two other stories from two other points of view, um, and it's, I mean, it's fun. That's the, that's the whole thing. As much as there's been some heartache and you know characters dying and things like that it's been really fun and exhilarating to, to get to know these completely new characters that aren't, you know, OT characters, which are very much archetypes and characters that we love. But like these characters have, they've taken on a life of their own and fan in the fandom. And like I said, high Republic Twitter is, is a really cool place to be um, for, for a lot of that, uh, for a lot of that joy. So again, like if you, if you find yourself wanting to get back into some stuff, jump in right there. I fully expect I will be uh, picking up some of the High Republic books. There's no doubt about that. It's just a matter of time, honestly. But, you know, as far as the rest of this year, what kind of stuff are you, like, most excited about uh, that's coming out in the world of Star Wars? Man, for this year, well, from its inception, from the announcement, it's been Andor. Like that, that's been my thing. And, uh, physical appearances aside, um, <laughs> I feel like I'm watching Andor right now. Yeah, no, this is camera. it. This is a, uh, behind the scenes. <laughs> I, I can't tell you where I'm at. Um, I'm, I'm, I've hit my, uh, my accent for the American audiences, but, um, no, it, it's been Andor like that. That's been the one thing I've really been really hyped about. And, um, obviously, I mean, we're a couple of weeks away from Kenobi and celebration, like celebration is uh at the end of this month i mean anybody listening to this knows you know what's kind of going on but what i've been excited about yeah and or and see kenobi was one of those things that like during all the lead up ahead of the trailer it was kind of like yeah i'll watch it you know like you don't have to sell me on it but i was kind of very i was kind of lukewarm on it like i wasn't really super excited about it until i started to see some things um so we got the first trailer for it and it was like Oh, okay. That looks cool. Oh, they're doing that. Oh, that guy's there. And there was some discourse. I didn't, have you seen the trailer at all or no? I haven't seen a thing. I am purposely okay, cool. staying away from it, but you know, just because I spent years and years just tearing trailers apart. You know what I mean? And then just having expectations and I was usually pretty good at it, but I'm making sure I have zero expectations when I walk into it, but yeah, continue. Okay. Yeah. So I, you know, I, I won't even say anything that that's in the trailer specific. Um, 
just to know that it it looks very cool. There are there's one new location that's been named um, in some of the early articles uh, that I that I think you specifically will enjoy the vibe of. If okay. if I know your personality and the things that you like, I think you'll like this place and the aesthetic that it uh, that it uh, exudes. Um, yeah, so I'm inter- I'm I'll, curious. Yeah, yeah I, I'll, I'll leave it at that. Um, but I mean, they're putting out two episodes the day of release, so on May 27th, um, which is uh, that that Friday of celebration, day day two of celebration this year. So yeah, if I'm excited for anything, it's it's those two shows, and I, I mean, it's it's kind of always been about the books for me. You know, I mean, that's been that's been my focus of collecting. Um, since I've kind of fallen off of black series, I'll still pick them up randomly here and there. If I see something I think is cool. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's, I'm trying to think what else is coming up this year though. I mean, what if Mando season three drops this year, we'll see what's going on with that. Um, the, um, whatever news we get out of celebration, I mean, like everybody's kind of on pins and needles thinking about what's new things can be announced. Um, we do see, you're, you've been out of the loop. There's, um, there's a panel coming at celebration for a new animated series called tales of the Jedi. Now, I don't know if you remember the tales of the Jedi comic. I do. The dark horse. Comic. Okay. This is not, it's not that. Okay. Just, <laughs> That's immediately uh, where my mind went. Yeah. So what happened, uh, back in December, or January, there was a picture that leaked out that was a Lucasfilm, uh, like an employee Christmas gift kind of a thing. And it was this, it was this box that had different like um, story logos on it. So like on one side it had, you know, uh, Bad Badge, Book of Boba Fett, you know, like I think Indy 5 was on there. Um, and then on the other side, it had a couple of other ones. And then it had this logo for Tales of the Jedi. And everybody was like, well, what is that? What is this thing going to be? And so there were a lot of rumors that it might be something in the animated space. So when they released the um, the celebration panels last week, there's a panel that is announcing this show um, that's going to be hosted by, I think, Amy Radcliffe and Dave Filoni is going to be a part of it. It says it's a, um anthology shorts um, is what they're saying. So who knows what that'll be? I don't expect them to have like, here's uh Nomi Sunrider and Yula Keldroma and Exar Kun and you know, all those mm-hmm. names from the old tales of the Jedi comic, which is what, that's one of my favorite stories from back in the day. My tales of the Jedi comics are signed by Dave Dorman, um, who was the cover artist. I did, you know, I got to meet him a couple of years ago. It's so like, I, that's one of my favorite comic series of all time for star Wars. Um, but yeah, I don't, you know, you know, whatever I always get excited for books. I'm waiting to read brotherhood comes out next week. Um, and, uh, there's just a lot. I mean, the, the third Padme book came out a few weeks ago, um, which I went through twice and I enjoyed it a lot more the second time around. I was able to pick up on something. It's very short. It's, you know, I think the audiobook is only six hours or something like that. Five hours. It's very short. Um, but it, but it was really good. Um, but from what you know, since you've been out of the loop, what do you want to have happen this year? Because maybe there's some things that are coming that you don't know about. And then I can either confirm mm. or tell you that they're not happening. Well, at this point, I think the things I'm most excited about 
um, are Kenobi and, and Andor for sure. I think that's kind of the obvious go-to answer for most people. We tend to really like the live action. Um, and I don't know, man. I really haven't thought too much about it, but I did see the Brotherhood book. I saw the cover of that um, while I was going through Amazon one day. It was suggested to me, and I was like, oh, no, that looks pretty good. So that's kind of up my alley. Um, man, I just I don't know, honestly. Mandalorian uh, obviously captured my heart. The Book of Boba Fett, I thought, was phenomenal. You and I actually didn't get to talk about that. I, I loved every single second of that. And <laughs> Okay. All right. All right. So you, you brought it up. You brought up the Book of Boba Fett, right? When episode, I'm trying to think which episode number it was, maybe four or five. I think it was episode five. Um, From the Desert, A Stranger Comes or something. I think it was the name of that episode. Yeah. I, I don't know if you know where I'm going with this. I know everybody knows where you're going with this Cad Bane's bounty. The the morning that episode dropped, it was, <laughs> it was like I'm the most famous man in the world. Like I was getting all of these, <laughs> like <laughs> I was getting all of these DMs and texts and like Facebook messages and stuff like that of like, and I, I mean obviously I had already seen it before I got online at all. So I'm like, and uh, it was like. Everybody was like, is Rick okay? Rick, are you all right? Are you good? Um, and uh, hell yeah, it was good. Um, Cad Bane, like, uh, and this is something that I've I, I, I been saying this for a very long time, and I'm going to repeat it here since this is our show. Um, I had told people, if Cad Bane is in this show and they kill him off in this show, if that is the only reason why they are bringing him into, into the show live action, I am okay with it. So long as it serves the story well, I'm good with it. And, and do you think I, it did? Yes. I think I too. Yeah. I think in order to frame where Boba Fett had been and that transition in his life, what Cad Bane represented to him um, of this kind of like unchanging, you know, you'll never grow out of the shell that you live in kind of, um, kind of ideology um, for, uh, and for Boba Fett to to stab him with the the gaffy stick, his own gaffy stick, was uh, I thought was really cool and very symbolic. But see, since you've been out of the loop, there was some there was some discourse around that because when he died, or there's the scene they they pan away from Cad Bane laying in the sand on his chest, there is a flashing light that was going off after Boba Fett walks away from him. So there's been a lot of talk about is Cad Bane really dead? Cause there's a little bit of a beeping to it. Did it look like a, well, I see, I don't, I don't remember this obviously, but uh, did it look like a tracking fob? No, it's just something that's kind of like on his person. And I, I, if I had to venture a guess, I, I, first of all, I think Cad Bane is dead and I'm okay with him being dead. If I had to venture a guess into what that might be. And this is just kind of my own head cannon, That's a little thing that tells Toto 360 to like, Hey man, I'm dead. Come collect my corpse. And he's going to go throw it in his ship or something like that. You know what I mean? Like that's just for him. Uh, I, I, I can't see another, if he's still alive, like, okay, maybe, I mean, why would he have like a life alert heart monitor on his duster? You know, <laughs> I get it. Cad Bane's a little bit older now, but like, why would he have uh, that? Oh my goodness. Yeah. 
No, that was really fun, man. Um, unfortunately, I have a slightly negative memory attached to that episode. Um, I watched it in on Wednesday evenings. In fact, uh, <laughs> me, Eden, and if people remember Shadow Clone, a, a guest on the show multiple times, mm-hmm. we had this little tradition going. We would have boba tea on Boba Fett Day. We would <laughs> drink boba tea. Anyways, it was just this cute little thing. Anyways, I woke <laughs> up in the morning and and Cad Bane was trending on Twitter. You know what I mean? And it's just like, are you fucking kidding me? You know what I mean? Like, and I got spoiled on on it. You know what? I wasn't even, it was a personal Twitter account too that had no attachments to Star Wars whatsoever. Mm -hmm. So people Mm -hmm. saying, oh, you should have been more careful. No. Okay. So here's the thing. I stopped using social media altogether after that. (laughs) So my thought of this day of, or that day in that episode is the day that I stopped and I cut all ties with all social media altogether. So that's also where I've been guys. I have not been purposely ignoring you i've just been staying away because that really upset me a lot but man i thought he looked and sounded great like they they nailed cad bane it was perfect that was that was my big concern wasn't like it wasn't so much what he was going to look like if he came in it was would they get cory burton to do the voice yes um and when he let me set the stage for you pete Let's go back in time a little bit here. <laughs> so that morning, <laughs> the morning the episode aired, I I watched it in my car on my phone. Like I got up like an hour earlier than I needed to to go to work, drove to work, sat in the parking lot for an hour watching the episode on my phone. And Mando's talking to, uh, to Cobb Vanth. Mando leaves and they show Cobb Vanth and there's like the little wind chime, just that half a second of the wind chime. And I was like, they're doing it. And then it, it cuts to the horizon and you see that little tiny figure. And I was in my car and like, I was like the Grinch, like my heart grew three times <laughs> just seeing, just seeing that slow walk up. And, and it's one of those things too. Like I've had like people ask, like, why is Cad Bane your favorite character? It's just people ask that about whoever your favorite character happens to be. Like, why is that? And for me, Cad Bane, it's like, there, there's something so absurd about him. He's a blue-skinned alien cowboy. He's Lee Van Cleef. He's Angel Eyes in Star Wars. It should not work. It is so absurd. It is such on the edge of absurdity that if they either pulled back a little bit or went a little bit more with it, it just it would fall apart. So it makes, to me, it made perfect sense that he parked his ship 10 miles away and walked in the desert just to have the most absurd, dramatic entrance. <laughs> it's like he waited for the wind to blow when it did to start walking, knowing that the chimes are going to start going off or something. I mean, it was so dumb, <laughs> but I loved it. I, I got but so it works. Hard. Yeah. Yeah. It did I, work. I get what you're saying. Yeah. It, it, for <laughs> He should not work. Honestly, you're no. right. The way you described it, if, if you had pitched that to me and I was the guy who decided what makes it in and out of Star Wars, that would not have made the cut. So, yeah, dude, I'm realizing as we're talking, it's really funny to me personally. You're like, what are you expecting? And I'm like, I don't know. It's like, what you've been doing? Not much. It's just kind of like, you know, what kind of a podcaster am I going to be at this point? Honestly, 
which kind of leads me into into what I have to go ahead and just go ahead and throw out there, guys. After all this time, I have personally decided that I am actually not going to be a Star Wars podcaster anymore. And I'm sorry to just kind of throw it on like that and rip the Band-Aid off, but that's just kind of how it's going to have to be. And that just kind of begs the question of, you know, what are we doing here? Why are we even talking at this point? Why do we even get together? But I mean, like, what do you think, Rick? Like, what are you, what do you want to do? Well, I mean, I know I can speak for a lot of people first and foremost that like, I mean, we're going to be disappointed that you've decided not to carry on. Um, And one of the most important things about fandom personally is perspectives um seeing how people's personal lives their real lives shape their fandom and and vice versa and knowing that you had gotten to a place where you know you you know full disclosure this was i mean i knew about i've known about this for a while but um i'm speaking to the to the listener um (laughs) you know it's it's a little it's a little it's bittersweet you know, in the sense of like, uh, I, I mean, I, I would want to continue doing this with you, but I understand your reasoning for wanting to walk away. Um, so, I mean, I, I came to terms with that a while ago. It was a little bit of a shocker when you told me, um, mm-hmm. but understanding, you know, who you are, where, where you were at the time when you told me you didn't want to do it anymore or that you wanted to step away um, was like, I get it. I, I completely understand. And, you know, just in the conversations we've had, how supportive I've been um, in the decisions that you wanted to make or that you felt you needed to make. So um, I'm, I'm, you know, it sucks, but it's, uh, it's not about me. It is, is about you and, and your decision. So um, I, I'm okay with that. But as far as a potential future for this show, somehow Jam Transmissions has returned. Indeed. To say that. Yes. So um, Pete uh, told me or asked me a few months ago that um, he, when he was going to step away, he told me that he wanted me to carry on the name of the show. And uh, it was something that I had to think about, you know, do I, do I want, do I want, A, do I want to continue doing this? Do I want to continue doing this without you, Pete? Um, And if I did, would it be right to use the name? Because this is, Granted, you and I had done it for about a year together when before we stopped. Um, you know, this was still something that you and Josh had grown, and you know, Eden sunker sunker claws into it as well. So, but the more I thought about it, it was like, well, yeah, why wouldn't I um, carry the name? Because there, everything about this show from its inception has been about a community. It's been about the people around the show, maybe not so much necessarily the people on the show. And, you know, we have our stories to tell. We talk about the things that we like, but we've always enjoyed the interaction that we've had with other people. Um, And moving forward with the show, I think that's something that I'm probably going to do is start inviting other people to come on and talk about their experiences. And one of the things that I've learned doing the show with you and talking with some other people just over the last few years, not just in the time that um, you and I have been away is that star Wars, this fandom, what as exciting as it was 
during the sequel trilogy, a lot of what was going on with shows was like, if it wasn't news, it was a lot of speculation. It was a lot of like, well, what's going to happen? What does that mean? What was that sound? And, you know, and there was a lot of hype and it was always a lot of stuff to talk about. And I think a lot of what was missing um, and it, and it's nobody's fault was, you know, well, who are the people that are um, sharing their stories and, and giving their perspectives? And I was thinking about the, the force fest panel that I did with uh, Maria uh, from Sisters with Sabres and, and uh, Tyler Box from Chatter, Chatter Squadron, where we talked, we had a real conversation about trauma and our fandom and how our fandoms um, kind of have, have helped us kind of cope and grow from things. And that conversation was so cathartic. And it was this was a while, this was almost two years ago now. Um, like, I think that's something that I'm, I'm hoping to be able to do going forward is, you know, not just talk about what people like about this thing, but um, how their fandom, their fandoms um, have kind of shaped who we have all become collectively. Um, and I think there will be episodes where we talk about other comic books. There will be things where we talk about different movies we've watched. Um, I'll probably have Isaac come on, uh, longtime listeners. They know Isaac's voice, and I'm sure they're going to hear it sound a little bit different now that he's a little bit bigger. Um, <laughs> and uh, what kind of stuff he's into. You know, I've had my wife tell me that, like, let's just talk about TV shows and get into whatever we're getting into. So there's a lot of different possibilities as far as the future of this show. But what I want to do primarily is be honest about the fandom, personally speaking. Like, I'm not trying to talk shit about... Well, there's a lot of assholes on Twitter. I'm not trying to be that guy, but, um, but I just mean like where I stand. And this is something that conversations that we've had either on the show or off where we've been very open about how we felt about things. If we're having bad days, if we're struggling with things, we've always been very open about that. And that's something that I want to continue on. And I've learned from a few other shows that you can do that. Be real about where you are mentally, um, even physically, uh, and make it entertaining make it informative, um, make it um, beneficial to people who are listening because, you know, I mean, we're all people and you never know what is going on in anybody else's life, um, what kind of day they're having. Um, Sometimes all you need to do is ask. Other times you'll never know. But I think what we tried to cultivate in the shows that we did together was that we weren't alone in doing this show. Like I said, it wasn't just us on a microphone talking about the things that we liked. It was, you know, what does everybody else think of it? You know, how do you guys feel? And did we get a lot of interaction? Not always. We did from time to time. Um, and that's something that uh, I want to keep going is the kind of the community aspect of what you guys built on this show. Um, I, I I'm going to say this now. As kind of an announcement, um, Pete, this is this is going to be new to you. Um, but after this episode, I don't know if you're going to do it for this episode or not. But I am retiring the gonk. Um, I have no desire to edit in gonks as much as you had to do with <laughs> Dallas or Alice or oh, anybody else who came on the show. Oh yeah, 
Yeah, there were there were some record setting guests. You know who you are, and you guys listen you listeners know who they are. I'll tell you what, you um, all heard the gonk before. That was the last gonk. So yes. hold it close to your heart, guys. That's it. That that's it. That's the last gonk you'll ever hear on Jam Transmissions. Yeah. There this this show will gladly carry an explicit tag. I don't care. <laughs> um within reason, obviously. I'm not gonna be throwing F bombs if my son is on the show with me. But um <laughs> but um yeah that's that's it going forward um you know it in and i will say like there there will not be a regular schedule for the show um you know we have real lives and and uh it's not always e- the easiest thing to do to try to commit to a schedule so they'll come out as they come out we'll probably do breakdown episodes occasionally me and whoever i have on since Pete you won't be on uh regularly um i will be doing book reviews I will, I will continue to do book reviews, you know, as I've been getting review copies and stuff like that, that is something that I, that will be consistent. Um, but, um, yeah, like I said, this, knowing that we were going to record this has been kind of like, I was excited to do it because I wanted to know where you've been with your fandom. And then there was kind of like, there was this, there's this kind of finality to it that I didn't want to have happen. Mm. Um, and I, I'm going to miss it the regularity of us having these conversations. I mean, we can always pick up the phone and talk to each other who we kidding, but um, to be able to share our conversations with um, anybody who was willing to listen, I was always pretty special. Um, So I've told you this before, but I will do it publicly. Now the door is always open for you and for Eden to come on whenever you want. Drop me a line. If you saw something cool or something you hate, you want to give somebody a verbal middle finger on the show. I, you can do that. <laughs> um, awesome. Just let me know. The door is always open for, uh, for, for you and Miss Eden to come on the show whenever you want. I really appreciate that, man. And I will, I will take that opportunity as well, especially cause I'm sure these shows are going to be blowing my mind. I mean, it's not like I'm suddenly announcing I am not a star Wars fan anymore. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, but dude, mm-hmm. I'm so happy about this, honestly. And it excites me to hear your ideas and the fact that you are going to be continuing the name of Jam Transmissions. And I want to go ahead and formally say this, you know, you've heard of people passing the torch. I'm going to pass the lightsaber to you, my friend. Jam Transmissions is now officially your show, and I could not imagine a better host of Jam Transmissions. And you are one of my best friends in, in the world, man. You, I consider you my brother. I'm so glad that we got to talk. And obviously, people aren't going to hear our conversations regularly, but you know, we talk on the phone, man. And I'm always here for you and your family. I love you with all of my heart, brother. And I love everyone who's ever been on the show and communicated and, and, and uh, just talked with us with all the Comlink chatter through the years and all the friends that I've made. Thank you all so much. It has been a true honor. But yeah, it's all yours, Rick. Uh, well, first of all, when you hand a lightsaber, um, you turn it off and you hand the handle side first. You this wouldn't the be an end. episode if somebody that. didn't lose an arm or a hand oh, or something. Come on, it's Star true, Wars, yeah. man. You just clean up the blood when not, when we hit stop. Come on, you're be fine. It's, caught, it's cauterized. Well, I'm good. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> um, well, yeah. So this is episode um, 112 after an 11-month hiatus. And, uh, I'm, I'm glad we did this. I cherish every episode that we recorded together. And likewise, you are my brother, 
Aiden is my sister. You guys are family. And um, we will cross mics again. Um, there, there, there will be another day where we get to riff on uh, Chewbacca and uh, Cad Bane. No doubt. Uh, no at doubt. Some point. But um, until then, whatever the future holds for you, uh, my friend, uh, we, like I said, we, we will do this again. But um, this will be the final sign-off for Mr. Peter Viox. Uh, Pete, I will give you the honors to, uh, to end this show uh, today. Hmm. How do we do this special? No, let's just do it the, as we always did. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. May the force be with you. Always. Okay.